0: So let's let's start with. Um, can anybody tell me who James is? He's a half brother. Yes, is that it? Brother of Jude, full brother there. Yes, there we go. He became a leader in the Jerusalem Church. He was the leader in the Jerusalem church. So, um, let's see, what else? Uh, before we go on, he was not the older brother of Jesus. That's physically impossible. Jesus was firstborn. No, Jesus was firstborn. He's half-brother as in Joseph and Mary, Together. He wrote like seven books in the New Testament from James through Jude, Jude if He what? He wrote he wrote James. Yes. James, first, second, Peter. P- Peter wrote Peter, first, second, third Peter. And Jude wrote Dude, so James just wrote James. Um, James is a fascinating fellow uh, because, let's see, how many of you have grown up with someone and then hear later what they're doing in their life, and you think that's not how they were when they were kids. <laughs> so as as you can imagine uh i I happen to think that Jesus's family was the hardest ones to change their minds and follow him, and somehow they did it so that's why I like James so we're gonna focus um more on how James changed uh so so we'll start we'll actually start we'll start looking up some verses we'll start in Matthew actually because we're going to talk about the first first time that he was mentioned Matthew Matthew 13:55 Okay. We'll, start. we'll read Matthew 13:55 through 56. And could anybody read that for us? Yes, because they. This was. It, um, this is in his hometown, so everyone knows who he is. And so uh, we we know that there. So Jesus has brothers and sisters, and uh, James was a fairly common name back then it's fairly common now still so we even know that there were two disciples named james so it so but um here i think here we could conclude that james and his family were not really believers at this time so because it says later they came to come get Jesus, and he said, "I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing so um, and we're gonna go to first Corinthians first corinthians fifteen seven Um so to lead up to this verse, we know that Jesus, when he was resurrected, he appeared to the 12, and then he appeared to more than 500 people. And then in verse 7 it says, then he also appeared to James, and then to all the apostles. And so he, Jesus himself made a personal uh Visit to James when he resurrected, so we know that that's probably probably pretty important. What do you guys think happened to James's heart after the resurrection? You probably did wonder why he couldn't believe before that is yeah. The, well, Jesus appeared specifically to him. So they don't mention his other brothers, but specifically to James. And that, to me, I think that's probably the point where James was like, well, maybe there's something going on here. Maybe there was something um, something that happened. Okay, before we go on because I can't do these things without, we have, yeah, take one and pass it, yeah, and uh these are our, see, so these are your notes, so on, on one side it says before, so that would be before before James changed and the second side would be after that'll be after James changes. You you can, but uh you should just uh, so my suggestion would be you can write someplace on them, maybe something like what do you think happened what was before in James's heart before Jesus and what was after. And so like when we we think about that Christ came specifically to see James, what would have been in his heart when that happened? Yay, we have leftovers. Both, actually. I mean, think about that. What what do you think he was thinking before? I know what I would think. I'd like, look at all these crazy people. They don't know what they're talking about. Then, yeah, he's just my brother. (laughs) So. Okay. That'd be is that Thomas? Or is that or oh, that would be Peter. Which time are you talking about you are the Christ? <laughs> There's several Several, yeah, exactly. But yeah, you're right. It would be that type of thing. So we're going to uh skip ahead in James' life to Acts 12. And so in Acts 12, that's where Peter miraculously escapes from prison. And in 12, 16, and 17, so Acts 12, 16 through 17, and would anyone like to read that? Okay. Okay. Okay, now, first the question is, are we sure this James we're talking about is James, the brother of Jesus? Because he wasn't with the apostles, the disciples, before the crucifixion. So, do you have any idea why we might think that this is James, the brother of Jesus? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, I think, so, one of the things is, we know that James had changed, so, something had changed in his life, Um, and I think, One of the reasons why we could say that this is probably James, the brother, is because James became a leader in the church. And I think he became a leader fairly quickly. I think he changed that quickly. So, um, in Acts 21, 18 through 19, um, it says... The next day, Paul and the rest of us went to see James, and all the elders were present. And Paul greeted them and reported in detail what God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. So we know that we can infer that when Luke is writing Acts, when he talks about James, he's talking about James, the brother of Jesus. So, um, because that is... when you write something you're writing to your audience generally and if this was another James he would explain to Theophilus that which James this was does that make sense yeah so all right so he was uh in these verses what role did James have yeah what's what kind of role does he have he was the leader of the church in Jerusalem. He was... Um, how would you say that? More like... Not a, not the pastor, right? More like the district superintendent or something like that? Yeah. So... Um, so... He he's in a pretty big leadership position now and um is i find that also pretty amazing how amazing is it that James former unbeliever grew up with Jesus um was now leading the church i mean we see it all the time in uh other countries where or even in this country but i've seen it heard it more in other countries where someone was a violent person who came to know Christ and all of a sudden became a pastor. Uh, I think it was not this year, but last year at District District Assembly, one of the DS's talked about someone who became a pastor through a prison ministry. Is that right? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, so he became... And now he's a leader in Mexico? Yeah, he's still. No, isn't he? Okay, I thought that he had been released. Maybe it was a different guy I talked about, was thinking about. Yes? Oh, okay. Yes. That is true. Yes, James is one of the best books to read. It it's probably if if when I was in when I was in Arizona, there were two books I suggested to kids. First was John they should read that book first, and second was James, because so, it speaks a lot to Christian living. Yes, Bill, you... Yes. Yes. Yes, that is, I, I'll say this. The people who have been most transformed by Christ are the ones who try the most to transform other people. That is, without a doubt. So, so, in this, in this sense, uh now that James has become a leader, he's his heart has changed. So what he definitely had a change of heart, so what type of change would that be, do you think? The Holy Spirit? Yes. No. no. I Mary was a good Jewish woman who taught her children to be good Jews. And so when a Messiah comes, a good Jew did not follow them right away. Let's be clear on that. Yes. Why? You would follow the Jewish leaders. That's the, I mean, think about it. A good Christian wouldn't immediately jump on a bandwagon behind a, a, uh, uh, what do we call it? A revivalist who comes. Just because they, they say this is what it is. So if someone came along like Jesus and said, I'm God's son. He didn't say that right out, but that's what people heard. And people, people would say he was the Messiah. You would say, wait a minute. So he was a good one. Yes. Absolutely. He was preparing him. Yes. There were Jewish leaders there, and they heard it, and they still didn't, they knew all the prophecies, and they still didn't think that he was God's son. So, just remember, <laughs> he, that, that could be anybody. <laughs> yes, David. Yes yes, that is true, but there are but again there you're i probably if I was James, I probably wouldn't believe my brother either, <laughs> so ah. Uh, yes there's there's a reason why the book of james is so important in the bible there's a reason why james became a leader so quickly in the church right and a lot of it had to do with his previous relationship with jesus Okay, all right, so now let's go to James, <laughs> the book of James. All right, now this, um, who was this book written to? Do you, do you guys know? Specifically, yes, it says in James one one to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, so specifically it's to Jewish Christians. Um, so um. Now, this book specifically gives us, we've talked about it already, uh, Wisdom is about living the Christian life. One five. (laughs) We all do need wisdom. Lots of People's favorite verses, James 1, 4. Consider it pure joy, that one. Is that? No, 1, 2, sorry. James 1, 2. Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. People like to quote that one. So... um, Okay, now in James, in the first verse, James, what is James' first claim there? James says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bondservant, okay. If we go back to what David was saying about brotherly rivalship and things like that. Uh, how has James's heart changed that he can call himself a servant? Probably to somebody that. So he's the younger brother. <laughs> Probably to somebody that when he was growing up he did not want to be the servant of. So. Yes. Yes. That would be a hard, hard change, especially uh, as a brother, I think, because you're right. He would have been considered equal standing. No, but he changed. Yeah. He changed a lot after after Jesus's resurrection. That's really important. <laughs> so. Okay. Um So, in James 4:17, it says As we know, he um, says, anyone then who knows good, he ought to do and doesn't do it sins. And so I feel like that kind of sums up the book of James. Um, so a lot of it talks, as we know, it talks about taming the tongue, James does, which sounds like James has had some issues in those that department, which we all have had, I'm sure. Um, making sure that your good works come from your faith and that your faith produces good works that one's a really hard one I feel like for a lot of Christians um, in James because we have this idea of how do I say It's it's a hard one to balance there that's that's more what I'm looking for because there are those people who just go out and do good works, but they do not have the faith where, it. and so, um, that one's always interesting because James is saying, uh, that you have, that you're, Sorry. It might be just be easier to faith by itself without good works is dead, but uh so in chapter two, verse eighteen, but some will say, "You have faith, I have deeds, show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do and so there's a lot of that stuff about how we live as Christians in James um So yes, Yes. that you you see that his faith and his actions were working together. Yes. That's that's what I was trying to get to. That we have to have faith and good deeds, but one without the other is uh pointless. So um go back to what Jean said. You're right, Jean. There is not a lot in here on the Spirit. Hmm. Of course. Technically, no one was talking about the Trinity yet, even though it had been talked about, but no one was really. That's interesting. Thank you for that observation. I had not noticed that. Well, now a pastor can preach a sermon on the invisible Holy Spirit in James. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. Hmm. Now, I have a question for you. In what, if you were, I don't know if you've been filling out your little cards I gave you, but in what ways has James changed that we can see? Completely changed. So, like, for example. Yeah, doubt before. Committed, yeah. We can uh, say that he had some pride before, prideful. But he was humble after. Um Yes, he stepped into action. That is a good, good point. He did. He just didn't believe he, he did more. We, in Children's Church, we talked about Pentecost today. Even though we're a bit early, but we're following Acts right now. So Jesus just ascended, now we're going into Acts. So, that was one of the things that we were talking about was the amount of people that were baptized at Pentecost three thousand, and you it makes you wonder how many of them stayed by actually uh what Dale was saying they stepped into action and actively went and uh, did ministry it makes me wonder, and do you know what obviously some did because the church spread. Really far, really fast. So, but yeah, that's one of the things that I thought about. Yes. Well, the the is we'll also the yes. Uh, yes oh, yeah. Could be. Yeah, it does. That is. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, again, Esther never outright states that God, the name God, in the book, but he's inferred a lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there's a lot of that. And, you know, the funny thing is, is when you read this section on faith and deeds. What does that remind you of, anyone? Jesus when he talks about the branches and the vine. It's almost the same thing is that if you don't show your fruit then eh hey, Yeah. You're known by your fruit. So obviously James had been listening to him and knew that That's one of those cool things that you can pick up. Okay. All right. So, yes. 5-9. James 5-9. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Yes, I think so. Yes, you're right. He, James, James had grown a lot. Yes. Right. Well, he wouldn't have known that he was God unless he rose again. So that, yeah. So, yeah, it's very... James, once he knew, once he knew the truth, he changed a lot. And one of the things that's really interesting is that because it's not just because... Or the crucifixion, or that Jesus came to him personally. Oh, and, when, and it, the Bible talks about that, and it doesn't talk about Jesus coming personally to Jude. But Jude still wrote, was a leader in the church, and wrote a book in the Bible, and he was brothers with Jesus. So, why did Jesus come to James? I have a theory. My theory is that James was the oldest brother, and therefore, when he said, Jesus came to me, the rest of his brothers listened. That's my theory, is that he led the rest of his family to Christ. I also think he was probably the most hard-nosed and therefore wouldn't listen unless Jesus showed up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really do think he probably was the most stubborn of all the (laughs) brothers with the I'm not going to listen unless, like the same way that with Thomas, Jesus showed up and said specifically to Thomas, stick your hand in my side so you can see that it's really me. So that's the same. Ah, Okay, yes, Thomas. The doubting Thomas. And so that same thing, I think, is that uh, he probably might have been the most stubborn, or he could have been the second oldest after Jesus, and therefore his family listened to him. Something like that. I do think so because there are many 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 testimonies about that throughout church history. Yeah, power. That's that's why we were talking about Pentecost today. The Holy Spirit is brings you God's power. So yeah, that I think so. So. All right. So, Okay. So, Jesus James, Jesus' own brother, lucky guy. What <laughs> was changed because because of specifically because there was the resurrection. Everything that Jesus said happened. And therefore um he can believe. And so um obviously we should be thinking about how have i changed because of the resurrection i'm kind of tying this back to easter easter was so anticlimactic for me <laughs> so i i i feel like we still should be celebrating it <laughs> so um, so we should be thinking about that is how, how have I changed or how should I have changed? Sometimes we need that to step back and have a little self-examination. It benefits us to look and see, this is how James changed. How, how can I, or have I changed in the same way? Similar. Christian maturity. Yes. He began to see the truth, and he was probably the one who, when he could say that he was like Christ, he could probably be the one that said it the most because he spent a lot of time with him. So. All right. Now. Uh Does anyone have any prayer requests? The peanut gallery back there? <laughs> Pastor is whispering. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So Jesse is going tomorrow to a, The adult foster home in Mount Vernon while her daughter's having hip surgery. Oh, a month. Okay. Well, we will pray because that, that's hard. All right. That, we'll have to pray for both Jesse and her daughter. Yes. Alright, yes, Dale. Okay. Okay, continue to pray for, yeah, and Dale, yes. Yes, we we both have our mentorship meeting and um I'm it has been prayed over so I know that it will be good but it's very important that we match with our mentors <laughs> cuz otherwise it's it's hard to hard to do. We know them. This is, uh, because John and I are, uh, district licensed and therefore we're pursuing candidacy for ordination. So the goal is that this year mentorship with ordained pastors will help prepare us for ordination and slash or help weed out the people who shouldn't be ordained <laughs> or need to work on a lot. So just that uh, it, it's supposed to help us in that process to learn and to also it helps the district to learn whether or not we're ready for ordination. That's a very important. It's a so which is very important because there are some people. Who should not be ordained, even though they're pursuing it. (laughs) Right. Well, exactly. To learn. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's a very. I think it's a great program. I'm excited. You can learn a lot because this this couple is doing exactly. Eventually what John and I want to do is one's lead pastor, one's the associate. So, yeah. Okay. Any other prayer requests? I have one. I will be having a child in six weeks and four days. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I know how many days. So be, be in prayer for us as we're preparing. And, uh, Please pray that I don't go into labor early so that I do not have to have an emergency C-section. Pray that everything works out according to schedule. So That's a big one for me right now. I'm worried. June 20th. Yeah. Yeah. So, we just don't want... um, I don't want to go into labor, so I want to have the scheduled time, because <laughs> it's easier to recover, so. Alright. Anyone else? No? Okay. Alright, if, uh, a couple people will pray, and John, if you will close us in prayer.